Let's go. Welcome to Naked, the podcast about authenticity with Matt and Phil. Maybe not, maybe not yell. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was too excited to start. Uh, a podcast where we discuss uh, each week um, a topic that is uh, unfiltered, uncaught, and uh, unscripted. unscripted. Prepared, but unscripted. Because uh, the preparation comes uh, with ourselves and uh, with what we are thinking right now. So, Matt, how are you doing? I am doing great. A uh, little bit hangover, uh, but great still. And um, I have my Matty, so it should be a, a good podcast. I, there's like a, a perfect correlation on the day that I don't have my Matty. The podcast is low in energy. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm going to have to have Matty every, every episode. It's good. It's good. And, uh, how was yeah. your weekend? Great. Great re- weekend. Uh, relaxed. Uh, we had a little night out after the date night on Friday. With friends, that was really nice. Uh, Saturday, relax. Uh, I've been playing that little game I told you about a bit, uh, and Jamie is like, "I can't believe that you have a gamer side." <laughs> I'm not sure she like it, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a package. It comes with it. And then <laughs> yesterday we uh, we had a little celebration of our own. Did a little Cuban experience. Cuban uh, tasting and we were on the rooftop and now the the rainy season has started and basically almost at every day at 3 p.m there's a huge fucking uh rainstorm I don't know how you say that but it, it rains like really hard for an hour and we were on the rooftop when it when it started and there's like uh I would say a little cover-up that you can go under, but it's really, really small. And we were, we literally like went back under the, the, the little roof. And then we were watching the torrent of water uh, and it was just stopping before us. So we would, we would be there with our blanket to make sure that the, <laughs> the splash would not splash us. Uh, and it was, it was just really nice. We had a, a nice afternoon and uh, uh Yes, yeah, so I saw my friend from Quebec yesterday night. And uh, oh, it was the Mother's Day yesterday. So I called my mother uh, also uh, last night. And uh, I didn't know it was that day. And then my uh, when we were walking, because, well, y- you, Jamie, and him are three that lost their mother quite young uh, for, uh, of the same thing. And uh, the so, same thing, um, the same thing, okay. It's so special, like all around me. Uh, <laughs> my the, the person that are really close to me, uh, happened all of that. So, so yes, yesterday I was walking, and my father texts me and he's like, Hey, uh, will you will you uh call your mother today? I'm like, Oh, shit, that's probably a day that I'm forgetting right now. <laughs> so, uh, so I figured out it was Mother's Day. And my friend and Jamie, they told me, like, you should call her because I would love to be able to call my mother today. So you should call yours. And it's like, yeah, totally. So I will do it. Uh, it's just because I didn't know. Because if I would have known, I would have called. That's for sure uh, before that. So I had a little chat with my mother. And uh, that was that was super nice. And uh, yeah. And a really weird thing is that I dreamt about my mother dying. Um, Oof. I, yeah, that was really a, that was a weird dream uh, this this night. I first dreamt that I jumped out of a parachute and uh, of, a, of a plane, and my parachute didn't open, and I just smashed on the ground, which pretty sure I I, I died. And then after that, I dreamt that my mother was dying, and I was super sad. And then after that, I I dreamt that Mexico was under a monarchy, and then I was like the I was like with the king of uh, Mexico, and he appointed me to like some really important role. And I was like, that's weird. I have a diplomatic status, and I'm not even a citizen, and I'm working for the king of Mexico. <laughs> Classic adventure dreams. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's how I feel. I feel good this morning. And you? 
how are you that was a long a long intro on how i feel how are you my friend how was uh, the good good i tried a uh, paddle uh, for the first time on saturday which is nice it's a it's a mix between a tennis squash it's a bit weird um i think you will like it um uh, it's not the same it's not the same racket it's it's kind of a hard racket and you have still a and you play in a in kind of a cage and you can use some walls but only the one behind you and some part aside to you so it's uh it's wow. it's quite nice it's quite so, nice so, so there's um, a third there's a third game like there's squash racquetball and now uh it, it's it's a bit like the racquetball but it's more like a tennis court Okay, well, you have to show me. Because racquetball is like, is like squash, but anyway, it doesn't matter. And uh, on Sunday, uh, so here we are over with a curfew. Oh, so nice. So now there's no curfew in the evenings, and the, the restaurants also open at night. So which means that it was uh, kind of a fiesta yesterday. We went with some friends to have a drink uh, at a bar, which was, which was real nice. It was really, really nice to be able to do that. I think nice. everybody thought it was a bit weird because everybody was looking at their watch and everything, you know, when it was time almost to come back home. <laughs> it's kind of, everybody's keeping a, you know, like kind of a, yeah, they're, they're keeping that in their mind. And I don't know, I, I think it's weird because um, here I thought that Mother's Day was last week. So uh. it seems that it's not at the same time. So I went, uh, on my side, I went to, uh, didn't do that in a long time, but I went to a church. Oh, Nice went to a church i didn't say that last week by the way no you didn't you didn't was yeah. it was your yeah. i don't know if you were you raised uh christian is your mother oh yeah christian yeah oh yeah totally like i did uh, i did everything i did uh how do you call that um yeah communion the, communion the, the, the communion <laughs> communion and, and the confirmation the, and the confirmation that yeah. was uh You know, baptism, everything. I got everything. I went to a catechism, you know, to to get uh, schooled in terms of not not schooled in um, in um, religious uh, because more uh, most of the uh, most of um, the schools in France are like, um, but uh, which means that they accept any type. Doesn't mean that they don't have any religion. It just means that they accept all of them. Uh, I think. Uh, And um, yeah, no, 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 no. My parents are, oh yeah, yeah. They're really religious, especially Thank in Portugal. Yeah, I was raised also a Christian. I did all of it. We we could get married if we want, uh, both of us under the the church. We because we've did we've did everything before. So <laughs> Not that I really care now, so, but. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So, so what? Uh, the, the good topic of the day. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, we could talk about my really snotty nose uh, <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know. Been Jamie for the past month. We've been sneezing like all day, every day. I don't know. I, I'm not one to have allergy at all, and I'm not one to have like the pollen season, like that a lot of people are affected by. I'm not, but yeah, we, we have, we have that, or we can talk about religion or we can talk about, uh, your date, your dating life, <laughs> which is, which is, uh, which is non-existent. So it's going to be fast. And do you have, do you have something in mind? Um, no, like you talk about different, I think you touch different topic. That's, uh, about shitty reunion in business. <laughs> no, 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 like, uh, no, no, I think, I think you got a, you got a good topic. You know, it's, um, I, I never, you know what you, you said something earlier and I don't know. It's, it, it's, I, it quite makes me cringe a little bit. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, you're it's, nice. um, when, when people say, because you lose someone, there, there is two things. Okay. There is multiple things. There is a way people react when you say that you lose someone and there is a way you react when you lose someone and other people didn't. Um, and I think I, I, I said about that already one time, um, which is a famous thing that you can't relate. But at the same time, I don't, what you said earlier is that, you know, like you said, you said, Jimmy, and I don't want to, I don't want to blame them, but they said, you know, I wish I could, um, I wish I could, 
Corum, which I believe came from a good place, but at the same time, it's it's trying to make you feel bad. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what? You know, I I I'm, I have been like that. I'm honest. I have been like that, but it's not. It's not because your uh, people are more fortunate or you're more for, unfortunate than others. But they're responsible for that in a certain way. Yeah, no, to- totally. And I, I, I don't think at all it was coming from a, a place like that. No, 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 no. I know. Uh, I know. But I, I, I get your point, though. Um, no, I, I think, in fact, in fact, it's Raf who, who said that. He said, uh, "I wish I, uh, I could call my mother today, so you should call yours." And I was like, "Yeah, totally." Uh, so no, I took, I think it was, it was coming from a place of love. Yeah, no, no. I think, I think it's, uh, you know, it depends on how much time. Ever. For example, I went to a church and usually I, I was going only, um, on our, uh, we were on our birthday or mother's day or another, another day, but it's, uh, you know, the date. And it's because I, I don't go to a church usually because I'm not religious um i don't i don't practice uh but it's kind of you know because she was religious you know i'm doing that for her uh and it, it's quite interesting because i was not thinking about going I, I didn't think about going but we were having this discussion with a friend about religion and um you know like we were discussing about that uh, you know you're religious and all that you know the famous discussion And I don't know, it stayed in my mind. And when I saw that it was, um, I, I didn't know it was Mother's Day, you know, that day I saw it on Instagram from, from people here. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to find a church and, and go. Um, but it's a, it's a personal thing on how I, um, how I live it and how I want to remember, you know, Um, it's totally personal it's totally I mean totally personal there's nothing more personal than that and I like that you that you did um, something like for her like something that her would have liked to do would be you go to the church like for you you would not go by yourself but was a thing you would do for her I I, I like that and yeah that's I know that's a touchy uh, topic for a lot of people And I was wondering, in fact, you were talking and I was, I was wondering, when are we going to talk about death on the podcast? Like a real episode on the hard, the, the hard death of how, how we view that, how people view that, how death is uh, in different cultures. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you have any question? It's not a, it's not a hard topic for me. Do you have any question? <laughs> Well, what do you think? What do you think about death? How uh, is death for you? It's part of life. It's mm-hmm. not the opposite. It's part of life. Um, my opinion is that as a society, when as person, um, and maybe I will say as a as a Western society, as as a rich society, you know, part of a rich society, maybe maybe less in poor countries and everything, or countries where it were and all that that we have been protected from death like it doesn't exist, almost, that it's not part of life, um, which means that when we encounter death, it's almost like something that shouldn't happen. And it's something like, why? You know, like we are fighting that absolutely. Like, it sh- like it's not normal. It's almost like death is not normal. Death is like the flu <laughs> or COVID. <laughs> gonna talk about something more mainstream right now. Uh, Which is which is which is really weird because it's it's almost like and and to be honest through the years of technology and everything we fought death in in multiple things you know like uh, in almost all the Western countries um, child 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 death I don't know how to call it child childbirth at birth or yeah, yeah. you know like really young doesn't exist anymore almost um, so we have been pushing you know the age of, until when you can leave what states it's a discussion but I believe I believe death is is part of life. What about you? Oh, I, I also believe that. Um, I believe it's inevitable. In fact, the more you look in the face of that, the more you look at it, the more you analyze it, the more you welcome it, the richer is your life. 
and and uh, explain. Well, you explain know this that, like, you, sentence. Well, you know this. You know the saying that like um, you don't read. I, I don't even know what what is the saying, but basically, the the story for me that that happened a a, re, a real important story is when my sister got diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. Um, it was for, I was 17 at that time. And for me, it was a really, really painful event. Um, uh, at that time I, I didn't have that, uh, that outlook on death and, and uh, I was still really young and it was really hard for me to, to entertain the idea that my sister could die any moment. I didn't know anything about the, the illness and, um, And then I remember like uh, maybe uh, she was she was in university. So she finished her university. And then I remember having a talk with her maybe two or three years after that. And she was telling me that she was getting married, that she was uh, having her house and she, she was uh, she wanted to have babies and everything. And and I realized and I talked with her about it and we, we talked about it a couple of times and then in the next decade that followed. And basically what she told me is that when she received that diagnosis, it's like you, you really, it's like you face that, like, it's like you have something that slaps you in the face and you have to assess mm -hmm. death. You have to assess your life. And she, this, and it made her really think about, what she really wanted out of life. She was like, I don't know how many years I'm going to live. Uh, I, I will have to deal with that. So what do I really want out of my life? And my sister, she's, she's a, a lovely family woman. She, she wanted her child, her, her children. She wanted like her, her love story with, with her, her man. And she wanted to have her, her own house and, She's a criminologist. She wanted to help the youth the, the, that, that are delinquent and everything. And she did all of that in a span of five years. And, and yeah, we had this discussion and, and I just realized that when you, when you, when you, when you understand that you're going to die, you, it just makes your life richer. You just realize You just remove the, the the what's what's non-important. You just go for what's really important, and I developed like some kind of philosophy around that, and and I wrote it in my in my little uh, text, uh, the pot of happiness. And what's really special is that we are all ill. We all have the illness that is called death. And you never know when you're going to die. We are all, all infected by that illness. Like my sister. It's so, it's so weird because it's the same exact thing. If a doctor would tell you tomorrow, hey, I have a really bad news for you. You're ill and you're affected by the illness that is death. You don't know when it's going to happen. You... So, so you have to decide like how you want to live your life because you're going to die someday. It's the exact same thing. The only difference was my, my instead of death, it was the name, it was multiple sclerosis. And, but for her, it had that impact. But for normal people, death is like something we just don't want to think about. It's, it's further away. You, you, you live a life. Sometimes you, you, you don't really live. Some people don't really live this life because they fear death so much. And the, the, it cripples them. But for me, realizing and, and facing death like that and just understanding that you're here for a time, then it makes, it makes you ask yourself the right question. Like, who am I? What do I want out of this life? How can I get started right now? Because I'm not sure I have that much time to waste. Um, yeah. So for me, for me... Uh, And in fact, I, I've, I can honestly say that I've transcended death uh, in all 
in who I am. I view, I view, I view death as something amazing. So for me, I don't fear death anymore. I, yes, I still have some fears of some things in life sometimes, but not of the fact of dying because I view it as a higher level. I view it as mm-hmm. even nicer than life of what we have right now. And, and I'm more kind of like, you know, there's some cultures like the Hawaiian culture or uh, where they celebrate death and they, and when like a, let's say a surfer die, they do a big celebration in the water and they, uh, they some, some, some culture are, are almost like not, I would say an extreme, like it's not really that, but almost like they would be jealous of someone who dies because they, they get to the next level before them. Like, and <laughs> so some cultures are totally, totally different. And I'm more, I would say I'm more on this side than on the fearful of that side. Um, I don't know where you stand on this, on this scale. <laughs> that's a good question like uh that's, that's a really profound question uh i'm 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 a scientist at art so for me when you die you die point mm-hmm. at ends of the story end of music end of a dance end of everything that's it point done maybe you reincarnate maybe like i don't know nobody came back to say what happens after so until that happens I prefer, uh, I prefer to believe that there is nothing after and that's it. Um, should you celebrate death or should you fear it? I don't think it's opposite. I don't think it's necessarily opposite. Um, I, 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 I like to believe that, you know, I mean, to believe it's not like like to believe i think that most of the ceremony that i respect and everything it's more for the people that stays than for the people that leave mm-hmm. it's always for the people that stays it's not for the people who leave um and and the funny part in that when most of the people die it's really rare that you hear people saying bad stuff of a person that died they always have been incredible in their life. They all have been like, you know, super nice with everyone and all that. And it's, it's kind of funny because there's a lot of jerks in the world. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened after death, but it seems that we all become nice. So if you're not nice right now, maybe that's a goal, you know, maybe it's a goal it's, <laughs> that should be attained at a certain point. Um, you, you know, what I say is that, is that, um, you know, the most, uh, uh, at least I think that is that one of the most precious um, resource that you have is time. Mm-hmm. You just don't know how much you have. Uh, but that's a good question, which is basically what you said. Um, I, so, so yeah, I don't, um, I don't have a particular, I don't know if I had an opinion. I don't know if I answered your question. I'm honest. <laughs> Are you scared to die? Uh, no. I'm scared to not have done things, uh, certain things before I die. That yes. That so yes. You, this so is you, the year what, what drives me the most, by the way. That's this fear that drives me the most. More than fearing to do something. Since fearing to do something is negated by this one. So in a certain way, you can say that, yes, I'm afraid of death. Um, but maybe not the thing in itself. And what what would you accomplish in your life that is so important that you that you like you would be really really disappointed if you would die before having done that? Um, I I think it's tough, like you know, enjoying as much as I can the stuff that I have around me or the experience that I want to have and everything. It's not I don't have a list, you know, I don't have mm-hmm. things, but. I don't want to spend time, you know, being blocked by stuff. I don't want to spend time being, um, so it's more, it's more in the way of being than in, yeah, I have to visit uh, 200 countries before dying. <laughs> this is completely stupid as a bucket list, but, um, but, but at the same time, I would time... love to be able to see Mars, but it's, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's not really, <laughs> 
I don't know if it's really, uh, you know, fear or something like that. So I, uh, I, I'm really supporting Elon Musk. You know, go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see a zombie attack also. But it, anyway, that's kind of... <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I would like this one. Um, but but at the same time, if if it's what it, like if if you say, oh, I just want to enjoy as much as possible. At the same time, it's not mm-hmm. it's not quantifiable. So nope. I would stay in a perpetual state of fear of not enjoying enough all your life. Mm. I will say I will. Because for me, I enjoy I enjoy doing stuff and I enjoy moving forward in life. So this is how I I you know for me I I, I describe or I define uh, this thing. So for me, it will be continuing to stay stuck, not moving forward for fear of not acting, for example, which whatever it is. Um, like for example, this weekend I tried paddle because I wanted to try paddle, and yeah, I never played paddle. And I could say like most of the people, oh yeah, but I never played, blah blah blah. And you know, you finally never tried paddle, and then five years later, you still, oh, I wish I tried paddle, but now I can't walk. This is completely stupid. I don't get it. Go try it. Maybe you suck at it. Cool, you have tried it. Maybe you're super good at it. That's, and then you decide what to do, and maybe you do that one just one time. And that's completely all right. You know, there is no, there is no definition of thing. But just, you know, as you said, I, I think we had this discussion in another thing is that experiencing life or the things that this life has to offer to us. This is the most amazing thing. Whether you experience it alone with people, whether it's culture, food, whatever, you know, whatever you're experiencing, this is the life. This is what the life has to, has to, has to offer the most. And I believe that having a life that is full of experience should be the goal of everyone. What does it mean? I, I'm not defining, you know, I'm not saying that you should travel and you should do that or anything like that. It's, it's to anyone to define what fill them up. Uh, but I believe it's an outlook that you should have. And the thing is that, is that to be honest, I got the, I got the best teacher for that because my mom was sick during 10 years. And during 10 years, she continued to smile, which I found amazing because it's, it's exactly as you said, you know, she know, she knew, sorry, she knew, she knew at that time that it was inevitable, right? It's not something that you, you get out from. I mean, the people that get out from are a really small percentage that must be in one, one digit only. And even through that, you know, she continued to be her. And this is what is amazing in that, you know, when you see people exactly like the story of your sister, but when I don't say that a lot, it's, it's maybe I'm super open. I don't know. My mom said, you know, when she, it's, it's a friend of family that that, but when she got diagnosed, she said to us, she just want, and it's, it's funny the way the brain works. She said, I don't want to, I want to see my kids grow up. And she, she passed away six months after I was 18 when I went to university. My sister was 21. So we were grown up, if I could say, mm-hmm. for her. Um, and the mind is, is really good at that, at, at putting you in, in a position where this is coming and I want that. And so suddenly, exactly what you said about your sister, you know, it's exactly that. She wanted that from life. She got that from life. Because this is this is her mindset that she got. It's sad in a certain way, as you said, that you know we try not to think about that, or we try to live without thinking about it, and we, we know we. It's almost like it doesn't exist, or things like that. But at the same time, the other way around, saying it's gonna happen, so I have to do everything I can and be a bit crazy. Maybe it's not the best, you know. Just go see your banker and tell him that, uh, you know, just go see your bank and tell him that, uh, you know, you're, you, you, you got diagnosed for something you're going to see. He's going to take your credit card really quickly. He's, gonna <laughs> <take you. laughs> he's not going to joke with that. He's going to be like, hey, you know what? Uh, the mortgage that you have, maybe we're going to think about putting an insurance on it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think he noticed that it's maybe not be a joke on that. So um, I, I, I'm in the I'm in the in between there. I, 
I don't think you should think about it. I think about it every day, by the way. So it's I presume I'm normal, but uh, uh, you but think I don't about think that every day. Yeah, at a certain point, yes, yes. Hmm, that's interesting. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. You mean you? It's for you. It's like it's like where you look at to to assess where you're at right now. So every day you're like. I no, have to. It's just that it's. No, it's just that it's part of life, as I said. I was, I was, and 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 this is why, like, I sound insensitive sometimes, and and I, I saw, I think, death, like most of the people, like something sad and something that shouldn't happen. Where I think I, I went through multiple ones. Uh, it was people that were close to me, in different ways, and. Um, I think I went to decide that it's just part of life. So I, I, I will not say that I get the same feeling, but uh, it's like someone is born and someone died. It's kind of the same feeling, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's part of life. You know, it's a, it's a, the beauty of life. And at the same time, that's what, that's what is so beautiful because You know, there is plenty of these movies where you have uh, immortals people and suddenly they lose, you know, they lose complete interest in life because there is no end point. There is no end point. It's like, it's like you know, we're immortal. So now what? We have, we have, that's the thing. We have plenty of time. We have plenty of time to do something. I, it's just insane. I think it's, it's a balance. Um... Because I like that you say that for like for you, your setup is like, okay, I think that is uh, lights off and everything's shut down. And then when looking at that, you're like, okay, so since for me, it means that there's nothing after means that the, the something is now and I have to, I want not I have to, but I want to experience and enjoy the the most out of this life because for me after it's lights off and what i what i believe is that it's really important for anyone to have a good combo of one what they think uh of the afterworld what they think about mm -hmm what is after that and the other part is what they do in this life that relates to that and and that that combo be healthy for you because a lot of people are are different like everybody thinks differently about that but some of them like let's say another guy like you would have the same thinking of like oh it's it's lights off when you when you when you finish but But would not it would not generate a trigger for him that that thing alone would not generate a trigger to live fully this life. Mm -hmm. Some would be like, ah, like life has no meaning because death has no meaning, and they would just not really live and just like, meh, like all that is bullshit. But in my opinion, this this would be unhealthy because, well. I mean, if someone would be happy, because the, the ultimate goal is to be happy. Everybody, everyone, anywhere wants to be happy. That's the, 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 the main goal of the human experience is to experience happiness and to experience experiences. Um, so, and, and some people are so crippled, like so crippled when they think about that. So mm -hmm. it, it, it just, it just removes remove all the power from them uh which in my opinion that's where it's a problem because it should empower you that 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 uh i for me there's there's one of my favorite movie that i i'm not sure that much why it's one of my favorite movie i just really connected with that movie and it's called savage savages or whatever um And at one part in the movie, uh, 
like one of the guy one of the guy is like a, a ex military and the other guy is a botanist and they they do like a weed business together and it, they, they, and then they have to deal with the cartels and everything so at some point they have to do something that the that the botanist guy is not a killer like he's not so he's really afraid and they're going to a to a moment that they have their guns and and the other guy see that that his friend is really really afraid And he, he just he just tells him I, I cannot remember the exact sentence but he just tell him the fear of death is the mother of all the other fears if you can transcend the fear of death you can do anything in life you can do anything anything if you transcend the fear of death and that really stuck with me this And I realized I had a part of my life where I, I was saying to people, I don't fear anything. I don't have any fear. And I was just uh, just uh, unconscious. Like I was totally blind to the reality that I had shitloads of fear. Mm -hmm. And and then when I, I jumped into that and I, I went to see my fear and I realized that that was bullshit and I was bullshitting myself totally, then... I went through that process of, of assessing my fear and realizing that I was, yeah, I was really fearing that. And I had experiences. I, I had like, luckily I, I feel blessed for that. I had experiences that you could qualify as like, I don't even know how to say that in English, but like mystical experiences. Or, or, or experiences where you connect with something that is behind the curtain, like behind mm -hmm. what you see with your eye, with your eyes. Like if there's a parallel world, world or something, I, I, I was contacted. I, I, I was in connection with with some mystical thing. So when I got that, I think it really healed me. It healed my fear of death. Because the only thing that happened really is that I just realized that it was so big and so complex that I decided to, to I decided to, to uh, how do you say that? Like I took the side of it's so big, I would have total faith that This life is not meaningless, that death is part of it, and that it's all a big plan that makes sense somewhere. It's not because I don't understand it now that, that it doesn't have sense. So I just took this. I could have taken the side like uh, the, the opposite side, but I decided to say, no, look, I won't fear death. There, there's a purpose. There's a sense. Of, to all of this and I will just keep having total faith that is just a, another experience and I want to experience everything and we're going to experience that and what's after and I just decided for me my life is better It, the quality of my life is better I'm happier if I believe that there's a higher plan to all of that and that I'm just going to be part of it and I'm just gonna be someone who likes to jump into the unknown and that is another unknown and at some point we'll we'll, we'll see it we'll know it um and i i really at that time i really transcended that fear of that and i feel more alive than ever since i really started living and and to remove the the grasp of fear that removes you to do a lot of things because it's related to to fear of death Uh, yeah that's a deep episode and i like it <laughs> yeah you just you just make me remember something because that was um you know you know i like anime <laughs> mm -hmm. i love when i say that to people because they're always wondering it's a bit like the gaming stuff you know people look at you weirdly oh you're a gamer you're not 12 um <laughs> i i think it's not bad to fear death Uh, any fear for me is good. Now I remember in that um, 
in that day, it, it, you know, in that anime, I remember, you know, the, what was happening. It was a fight, and and someone was blocked by fear, but he was taking that as as badly. You know, it was taking that as, and, and the guy said something like, um, "Fear is not is not evil, um, because we fear, you know, your your weaknesses, and once you know your weaknesses, you can become stronger and kinder." It stuck. This this you know, it's one of his. Um, it's one of his quotes that's stuck into my mind because it's, it's true. You know, once you understand that anyway, giving you an example, once you understand that anyway, we are going to die. You know, exactly what, um, if, if you want to you laugh about it and if you want a good quote, look at um, Ricky Jarvie uh, in the Oscars. You know, he said, guys, we are going to die. It's just jokes. So let's have a laugh at yourself. And let's have a good night. And you know, it's, it's really that. Once you understand that anyway, we're all going to lie. Stop pretending. There is no point. Stop like, there is no do-over. There is no, you know, there is no afterwards. There is no, or maybe there is, but I don't know. Uh, but, you know, there is nothing. So, and, and this is why, you know, when you were talking, make me remember that because it's, it's really that. Once you understand that, it makes you stronger and it makes you kinder. I have, um, I have a personal things for everybody that, that lost someone because they have something different in them. They have tasted that in different ways. In all these experiences were different and uh, I'm not, I'm not minimizing any, I'm not putting, you know, this one is better than the other. It's not, not all that, but the people that have really felt that and please, I'm not telling you about your cat or your dog, please. Uh, <laughs> Um, they have they have something different inside them. There is there is um, it's almost like a switch, a switch has been turned on inside them. And I don't know why. I can explain. I can't explain what it is. But when I discover generally when I start to get to know someone, and I discover that, I suddenly it makes sense in that person. It makes sense in the way they are. It makes sense in the way they behave with other people. It makes sense with, with so much stuff that I can't, I can't even explain to you. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 I totally see that. I see that in Jamie. I see that in you. I see that in my friend Raph, um, which are the closest to me that I've lost a, a parent, which I think a parent is, is a really hard one, especially when you lose it when you're younger. Um, you, you, you haven't developed you like if you don't see yourself as an adult a grown-up adult before you lose a parent I think it affects you way more because let's say I would lose a parent now it would be awful but the, the more you age the, le- the more you expect these things to happen and and now that I, I live on my own uh yeah, I just feel it would be different than losing yeah. a parent when you're like in middle in the middle of your teenage year and they are a pillar in your life and uh, or like a sister or a brother that when you're young and and they're like so close to you and so part of your life that must really really have a, a, a tremendous impact. I cannot know what it is. I don't have that switch. Um, I've lost a good friend that. Uh, by suicide in, in when I was a, a teenager, uh, that really, really, uh, impacted me. Um, and then I lost one of my, my favorite uncle that died super young, like 54 of like, uh, the, the liver thing like that when you're just a, <laughs> such an alcoholic that <laughs> you just destroy your liver. Uh, and and also it affected me and I lost a, uh, my grandfather um, five years ago, five or six, uh, which I think this one was one of the one of the one I was the most conscious. And then this was so special because I literally asked my grandfather to give me a sign that he was fine and that he was okay after, after that. And I lived a moment and I'm so happy that my sister lived that moment with me because uh, 
sometimes you, you I mean it's fine if you have it and you live it on your own but other people like if you say that to any other person they'll be like yeah you invented that or like you see what you want to see or whatever so having lived it with my sister we're two now that have lived that special moment and it's like we can relate and we can we we can just look at each other and we know that he contacted us and that just put a healing a healing uh a boom like it really uh it was really special like i was not sad at all after having that so basically what happened is uh it was in the that house where where people die when they're old and um like the last place they go just just they're just removing the pain um and then my i was the only grandchild that was there so it was like all the my parents and sisters and brother of of, of them my uncles and aunt uh and i was the only grandchild that was there so i when when he died when he died i i let them be by themselves and i I kind of went away and I, I went into the window and I said, okay, like, it's time to give me the, it's time to give me the, the signal. Like I want to, I want to see something. Like Tell me that I'm not wrong and that there's really something after. And then I was looking in the, through the window and nothing would happen. And I was, I was looking at my parents and, and uncles and they were crying and everything. And, and then my sister called me and she said, Matt, I changed my mind. Uh, I, w- I would like to come uh, to see the family, but uh, I would like if you, if you come get me. So in the parking lot, like I want to go with you because my sister in a, in a weird way, she really, really hates that. She's really fearful of that. Even if like she has her illness and everything. So, because that's why I was the only one there. She didn't want to come and my brother also. So finally she, she arrived and I was looking through the vin- window and I saw her car arriving. So I just go, I, I tell my parents, oh, I'm going to go get Judy. And so I go down and she walks off the car and I walk towards her in the parking lot. And she arrives to me and we just like, hug together like and and we're kind of crying a little bit and we just hug together and then I remember oh my god I remember that moment like it was yesterday when when we we stopped hugging and we looked at each other straight in our eyes at the same exact moment we both turn our head to look to the left I don't know, like we didn't say anything. We just looked at each other and we turned our head to look uh, to the left side and right there in the sky, right exactly where we were, there was a little part of a rainbow. There was no, like, there was no conditions for a rainbow to be there at that moment. There was no rain, there was no... And there was just a part of a rainbow. It was just like a little part over a house. And then you could not see at all this part and not this part. It was just like the center little part of rainbow that was exactly towards us. And that we, we, we felt like looking at the same time. And when we saw that, we both had like a rush of, an, of emotion. Like, and I turned to my sister and and she, before even I talked, she knew, like she knew. And she didn't know that I asked my grandfather to give us uh, a sign. And she, and she looked at me with a big smile and I said, that's him. And she said, I know. And I said, I asked him for that, for a sign. And then we took a picture of the rainbow and then we ran in the, in the, the, the house and we arrived and I said to my parents, come, come in the window, come, come take a look at this. And then when, when they arrived in the window, the rainbow was disappeared. 
And I looked at my sister and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It was there like 30 seconds ago because we ran like literally up the, the room and said like, come to the window. And then it was not there anymore. And my sister and me were like, wow, okay. Take it, take it like you want to take it. Like if these things makes you happy, for me, again, it, 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 just, it just go down to what makes you happy. If it makes you happy to believe that this was that, then do it because it's going to enhance your life. And, and you, don't have, you don't have to, like your belief are yours. You can believe what, uh, whatever you want, like what the fuck you want. You believe it and make, just make sure that what you believe makes you happy. And for us, it was such a powerful moment. Uh, and we, we decided it was true. <laughs> and a, a, really, a really funny part to the story is that, that I have one of my aunt, 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 one of my aunt that's like, I don't really like her. And uh, I remember her like being really pissed that I got a sign and that she didn't. And like, she was really pissed. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so it was really, really funny. And my father told me after, after we left, she was like, she was like almost like a, like, how do you say that? Like, uh, she was angry and she was like, ah, oh, like, uh, grand like uh, she was, she was talking to her father and she's like, come give me a sign. Like, why do you give a sign to Matt and not to me? And, <laughs> and was, it was so funny. Um, but yeah. So for me, this set of belief, the belief that there's something after it's not a switch off at all. I believe it's all but a switch off. And I don't re it's not important for me to know what it is. And with that belief, the set, the other set of belief is that I can connect to whatever mm -hmm. world is like, I'm connected to all of that. Then it makes me feel good. And it, it enhances my present life, my present experience of life. And that I find it amazing. And I think that's what everyone should do to have a set of belief that uplift them instead of crippling them when you think of death. And that wraps it up for this week's episode. Me and Phil had a really long talk and we decided to split it into two parts. So I'm recording a little outro for you and I wish you a wonderful week. I hope you liked this episode. And as always, heroes, don't hesitate to, uh, to contact us and to uh, give us your feedback and stay tuned for the part two of an emotional talk about death.